When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess. For elite athletes only. Right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Hey, 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 oh. I said hey, hey, The first band that we did together, I think, was Van and Chris Bell and then Jody Stevens. It was as great as I thought it was going to be. It was just a, a killer record. Watching the ceiling. Van had a spark that made me follow him. Buddy, please, just, you know, don't forget me, man, you know, because I knew he was going to be a big, famous guy. I just, I knew it. Some people don't want to really be the big fish. Rock and roll can kill you, too, you know. Waiting. I felt honestly so connected to this album. There's certain lyrics in there that I'm like, they hit me right where it hurts. If this guy is in a household name, he has to have a story. Why didn't he make it? This is it. The only copy we could find in Australia. Very, very, very strange. They're into a cult, they're into a religion. What was it? Scientology. The Scientologists came into the studios seizing tapes. It was a very bad bunch. Quite plain and simple as to why things derailed there a long time ago. He was a con man. He was just a... a a flim-flam man. Our marriage is falling apart, and then if his music is taken away too, you know? I never wanted to give up, ever. There wasn't a, a day or a, or a minute that I would have ever given up because of Ann. We, we, we owed him this.
Wade, Greg, welcome to Diddy TV. Thank, Thank you. Very you. Much, Amy. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yes, it's a pleasure to have two guys from Australia, filmmakers, but you weren't filmmakers to begin with, right? No. But you've made a fabulous film, um, Waiting, a uh, the Van Duren story, and we can't wait to hear a little bit more about that. Um, tell us a little bit about yourselves and how you, what your background is, and how you got into um, uh, this project, shall we say? I'll start. Yeah. Um, yeah so. We predominantly work in the creative arts, but our chosen field has been music. I'm an artist manager and have been for about 15 years. Um, lucky enough to work with some of Australia's, I guess, in our own country, our biggest acts. Um, do a bit of a shout out because it's global. The Rubens, Earthboy and Sasquatch. And um, Wade and I met about 14 years ago through mutual friends. Wade's a muso and a composer. And if he wants to say anything about what else he does, he's feel free to. Well, thank you for letting me speak on <laughs> behalf of myself. This is great. That's the first time he's done that. Um, yeah, I'm a, I've been, uh, got bitten by the music bug at about 14 after I was on holidays in a caravan park in the, in the south of New South Wales. And this, uh, this, this other teenager showed me a Motley Crue uh, uh, film clip. And I saw Tommy Lee spinning up upside down in that drum kit. And I was, you know, I was bitten, I was gone. And yeah, so I play music and uh, I, I compose for TV, film, and um, basically just follow Greg around because he seems to be the uh, smart one and the good-looking one. Well, musicians get all the girls, right? Well, <laughs> in this case, no, he, he, he does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, something's wrong here, but we're, we're going to try and rectify it. Wait a minute, that. we need to work on yeah. this. I'm a married man. It's <laughs> parallel universe. I don't know what's going on. So I, I find the whole story fascinating, by the way. Um, tell us a little bit about how you... Um, how this whole idea came about, because I know that you somehow discovered the album, Van Duren's album. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about it's the a, story. It's a really interesting story, and it's of Wade's uh, story, really. Well, it, it, it is interesting, and Greg kind of, on the plane, uh, on the way over here, Greg you know, brought it up again, because I, I made an album with a friend of mine back home, Liam Judson, and we, it was 2015, and we were so obsessed with Big Star and, and Ardent Studios right here in Memphis that we, you know, we said, let's make this album sound as much like Big Star, as, uh, Big Star and Ardent as we can. So, you know, we got all the same guitars and amps and we researched everything. You know, we did the poor man's version of, you know, actually paying to come here. So, so sorry, Ardent, we, we did our best. <laughs> so made this record, put it out, and we, we thought it sounded fantastic. And, Came out and, you know, I got, got some good, uh, good feedback from around the globe, which was great. But one guy in particular from London who, uh, who on Twitter, he, he, this guy's got 45 followers. He's outside of London. He's in a country town. The big 45. The big 45. <laughs> and I'm not talking 45K. It's just 45. And he, um, he tweeted, you know, Wade Jackson's album's a, a fantastic album uh, for, for lovers of Big Star and Chris Bell. You'll feel right at home here. So I thought, I'd better follow this guy because obviously he's got good taste in music. <laughs> and uh, I followed Drew, his name is, and uh, a few weeks later, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on a ferry going home. I was a bit bored of my playlists and I'm flicking through Twitter. I hardly ever do it. And up comes uh, Drew again with this, this album cover, which was Van Duren's first album, Are You Serious? And I looked at it and I thought, that looks like Todd Rundgren. And I was, you know, I'm a, I'm Todd is God. I love Todd. So... I, I flicked back and I went, who's this guy? Just, there's something about this, you know, this, this cover that really, really drew me in. And then, uh, I, so I search on YouTube and I find one song uh, called Grow Yourself Up. 
and heard it and I was done. That, that was it. It was the perfect combination for me between between Big Star, uh, a Todd Rundgren, Paul McCartney, Emmett Rhodes. Stick a fork in me, I'm gone. That's it. Pull me out of the oven. And uh, so Greg came around one night and I strategically put it on in the background and thought, I don't want to, you know, ma- make a big him. deal. And, you know, because someone tells you, that, oh, you've got to see this film. It's incredible. You've got to go. You've got to go. And you go and see it and you're like, yeah, it's not that good. So I put it on in the background and... Well, I think for context, um, I'm, I'm sure a lot of your audience, you know, we're, we're all human beings at the end of the day. And Wade and I were going through just a bit of a weird time in our lives. Um, Wade... Um, was going through a divorce and it was, you know, as, as one of his best friends, it was really sad to see him go through a separation. And at the same time, uh, my, my business partner of eight years, who I, I love dearly, he was uh, at a junction in his life and he had a young family and he said, Greg, I, I, I need to get out of music. I need to get a serious job. And I was like, what, what's a serious job? Um, what does that one way you get mean? money. Yeah, yeah. I thought we had a serious job. <laughs> exactly. No, and but we, they get paid. <laughs> and, and one of our bands had just um, taken out the Triple J Hottest 100, which is a, you know, one of Australia's um, biggest youth broadcasters in Australia, and it's, it's a it's a pretty good thing. And the following week, he said, "Look, man, I'm, I'm I know this might sound strange. We're on a high right now, but uh, this strange opportunities come up, and I need to leave." And I was like. You know, totally stoked for him, but on the one hand, inside I was like, you know, we're about to announce, you know, our biggest uh, concerts in Australia, were like five thousand cap rooms across Australia, and um, it was a really big moment. So suddenly that that lumped onto me. But w- what even got thrown more into my uh, situation was I I play soccer with a bunch of buddies called the Laszlo Rangers, and um, I three days after he left, I snapped my leg in half playing soccer like Yikes. some guy sliced it in half and I had to go to hospital and get surgery and get a metal rod put in and I, I literally came out of that surgery and I was like what the hell just happened like my whole life's just been flipped up and anyway about two weeks later a mutual friend of ours um was holding a, a stag do and um and Wade and I decided to catch up the night before we hadn't seen each other in a long time and I rocked up to Wade's and here he is strategically got this album ready to play in the background Okay, we're back up. Stag do? Sorry, stag do okay. is a uh, stag <laughs> night. Oh, okay. But we actually call him a bucks do. Oh, okay. But Greg was half trying to speak in... Uh, I needed a translation. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> we'll put him up on the screen so people can see that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was, he, it, was his, it was his stag he night. He was getting married. And, stag uh, day, yeah. actually. They, they start the early day. down there. Oh, yeah. You, if you're going to have a stag do. time, you want to yeah. do... Stag do, you want to do it all day. Take two weeks off work, basically. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah. we woke up in Paris. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, but we Wade's got this album ready to trigger. I was, you know, it was, it was like this cathartic experience. I, I needed to download on a, a fellow friend and go. My life's been a little bit average for the last couple of weeks, and here's why. And suddenly, out of the blue, he's got this album on, and I, I stop him in his tracks. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Is it is it modern? Is it old? And Wade's there licking his lips ready to tell me, you know, how he discovered it. And I'll throw it back to Wade. Yeah, and I, I, I said, I don't, I don't know. This guy's name's Van Duren. And I, I hadn't made the connection. He was from Memphis or anything at that stage. I, I, I was just, I lost my mind over this. I was, you know, I was listening to it. I was pulling up in the car and waiting for the song to finish, that kind of thing. You know, it's stinking hot. And I'm like, oh, I've got to just get to the end of the song. It's so good. Oh, you know, get out and sweating. And... and you know, then it wasn't until, you know, 
the, the night goes on and we put the album on again. And the third time through, Greg said to me, I think we're on our third bottle of uh, wine too, which was just, just you know. It has a way of making everything. Greasing the wheels, right, right. you know. <laughs> Greasing the friendship. And Greg goes, let's do a doco on this guy. And I went, yes. Yes, of course. And, you know, I'd, I'd do anything. If you told me we're going to go to you know, Kathmandu tonight, Amy, I'd go after a few drinks. So, you know. So but it kind of stuck. You woke up the next morning and you thought, yeah, yeah let's do this. Of, um, you know, because I like to promise the world and give an atlas. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? But Greg, uh, yeah, so Greg called me up a week later and said, let's do this doco. And I went, are you, are you fair income? And he, I, I became really obsessive, like, because there wasn't a lot of information online about Van. And I was like, I, I, I don't know what was happening in our lives right then, but it's just this thing overcame us both. And we... We'd call each other all the time. I hate calling Wade because, you know, he talks too much. And, <laughs> and, and suddenly here right. we were talking about Van all the time and any little bit of information we could find or some new thing in a song that we both loved and discovered and were sharing. And it just became this thing. I, I, I seriously can't explain it. So how did you actually make this happen? So it starts as a concept, but then at some point you have to actually reach out to... Well, I had to get creepy. Oh, uh, to, I won't lie. Greg sent me in. Greg said, you know, you're better at creeping than me. And you know, I took that as a compliment at first, and then I kind of looked into it and went, no, thanks. So I, I thought, where can I find out about this guy? And then I found out he was from Memphis. That was the first thing. And I thought, surely, if he's 70s in Memphis, he's got to be connected with big stuff. Surely. Right. Anyway, so I find him on Facebook. And I thought, how do I approach this? And I stalked him out for a few days. You know, I was sitting in the, in the shrubs like a <laughs> cheetah, just watching the prey. And then I found he had a, this old Wix, um, Wix.com page or whatever, and he was selling some vinyl from his 80s band, and I bought that. And that was the first point of contact. And by that stage, I was like, you're creeping him out way too much. <laughs> and we need to be a little bit strategic here. My mantra was, if this album is so good and it isn't, yeah. it doesn't have global recognition, this guy must have a story. He must have something, he must be a little bit guarded because he's probably been burnt. And so we need to tread carefully as an artist manager. You know, artists are sensitive. You need, sometimes you just need to be a bit patient. And so I said to Wade, look, Let's go in easy. Let's build up a, a rapport with this guy and, and show that we really care about the music and show that at the end of the day, we're not just two dudes from the other side of the world geeking out on your music. We, we really care. And by that stage, we, we still didn't really know what we wanted to do. We just wanted to help this guy. And um, Wade had gone in contact on Facebook and eventually, about a month later, I revealed, look, you know, here's, here's what I do in Australia. I'm a manager. Um, we love your stuff. And... Would love to do something with you and maybe bring you out to Australia, maybe make a documentary, and that's kind of where it set off. Yeah, we were full of hopes and dreams. We didn't quite know what we were doing, but we we got Greg to articulate an email because mine would have been, I love you, Van Duren, you're the best ever, I want to come over and meet you. <laughs> Full stop, love Wade. <laughs> yeah. Thank God Greg can write good emails. So who all is in the film? So, uh, well... He's the, the, he's, the, the, he's the main... The, yeah, he is, but the, the funny thing is, Greg and I, the whole, whole time around, you know, we, we got advice of people before he left, and from a produc friends that had a production company, Broken Yellow, back home, uh, shout out, uh, they, they said, look, make sure you document 
your, your trip for social media. So, you know, everything you're doing, you know, just film it. Even if you don't use it, just film it on your phones. It's a journey, that. right? So you can film share the journey, the, journey, the filmmaking journey. journey with everyone. And we're pretty slack on social media, but when we got back and we, we, got, a, we got a great guy who, who um, I met through my osteopath, uh, he just made a film on an Australian punk band called Radio Birdman. And it's a great she, film, by the know, way. I, I'm there getting cracked and you know pushed and pricked and all this thing and she said oh i've got the guy for you and we, we we got in contact and yeah he'd made this great film and came and looked at all of our rushes and everything and went yeah this is pretty good and then we gave him a you know the the hard drive with everything on it and he said i was looking through the iphone file and there's all this great footage of you guys oh yeah that's just throwaway stuff and he said, no, 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 that journey is, you know. That, that needs to be woven in. Woven in, that journey to, that your journey to find out about Van's journey is, uh, you know, it, it's something that, that it needs to be part of the story. So. Well, well, the original mission was, well, let's find out why Van Duren isn't a household name. So in our minds, being the first film we'd ever made, you know, we, we, we spent a lot of time, like, learning from our friends who own the production company how to do interview techniques, how to use tripods, cameras, microphones, and we, we learned that through a process, but then we went out and did it. But we thought we were making the film on van, and here in the background is this peripheral kind of iPhone, you know, shoot-by-the-hip kind of material, which um, we did it on our friends, you know, and being a band manager, you know, it's always, you know, content's king, shoot content it's about your fans and we're just having fun as well you know we're in america driving from you know flying from la to connecticut down to nashville to memphis and, and new york uh, city don't forget that little town up there oh yeah having a really good time and we you know we wanted to document it for our friends back home and i think a lot of our friends uh, you know had goodwill for us but they also went you know <laughs> what are you gonna, doing yeah, yeah well, I, what are we doing? I, I think there was a few people like saying um okay yeah yeah good luck with that yeah you'll be right but yeah so they're they pretty shocked when we said oh we're we're heading to memphis for the indie memphis film festival we're like what you actually made the film well somewhere along apparently. the process when, apparently yeah when, when jonathan got involved and you know he he's the guy that is really deserves a lot of credit in this film because he's uh he's a great storyteller and and a great editor and he, um, you know, he's the one that kind of gelled everything together in a lot of ways. Um, but through that process, Van, Van had a lot of struggle in his career um, 40 years ago. And we got to a stage where, you know, we're running out of money very fast. We're running out of time because this isn't our day job. Like, you know, you know, managing bands takes up a lot of time. And, you know, I've got a young family, all of the above. But well, like we 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 need to finish this because if we if we let down Van, then we're one of those we we become part of that negative story in Van's career, and mm. we wanted to have integrity about the project. And along the way, we fell in love with Van. Like he's a warm guy that deserves the attention. Forty years ago, but it was our, our I don't know it was our duty to make sure that we see this through. Basically, yeah, it was. It was pretty wild to, you know, go on the journey. And then I, I remember saying to Greg, we're meeting all these fascinating people in Connecticut, New York City, Nashville. And I, I said to Greg, I don't even know if I want to meet Van Duren anymore. You know, you don't, because he's such a, an idol to me. I'm, I put him up there with some of the greatest, you know, singer-songwriters of all time. And for me, I thought, 
I, I don't even know if I'm worthy of meeting this guy, you know, after I just love everything he does so much. And, you know, like, what if he's an a-hole, you know? Like, we, we get there and he's like, you know. Let's just, me down. Yeah, I was yeah. just where there was all that, that thing. And, and he, you know, he, obviously he's, he's not too bad. <laughs> no, he's very lovely. So, so what it, the story, it obviously unfolds in the film. Can't wait to see the film. It's going to be it's exciting. Um, but the story that unfolds, what is the message um, at the end? I mean, it's obviously about a musician's life. It's about his life. But um, did you find a message when you were making the film? I think that's pretty easy, that question. Yeah. I think the message is never give up. Mm-hmm. Never, ever give up. Uh, it, it, it doesn't matter what you're doing. If, if you, it, I know it's a cliche, and I, I heard this when I was young, and I was like, oh, blah, 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 blah. But if you, you are truly passionate and, and true to your craft, never give up, ever. Because there could be someone on the other side of the world that, that loves what you do and, and is stupid enough to come and make a film on you. <laughs> and be true to your your own creative self. Yeah, I think I think mm-hmm. it goes without saying there's you know being in our position in the music world there's a lot of endurance out there, you know, people with mm-hmm. extreme talent that never make it and I I seriously think Ben is the real deal. Like he, you know, he he does stand up with one of the greats. He just had a, a lot of extremely bad luck and you know, I, I want people to see the film to discover why he never made it, but um he's a fair dickum true, you know, talent. Yeah, he's a real deal. Yeah. And, and you guys, you, you filmed it not just in Memphis. You were in, you were in some other countries. What was the... Uh... Yeah, well, we, um, we, you know, th- th- it was crazy, Amy, how this story unfolded. And, you know, we, we thought at first, is there a story? Like, you know, th- there must be a story. But then suddenly stuff was coming out. Like um, Andrew Lou Goldham, who, you know, broke the Rolling Stones, their first manager, produced their fo- first four albums, was a PR agent for the Beatles. I don't know if you've heard of those bands, but they're, 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 they've got a big future. You should check yeah. them out. And, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be sure to do that. Yeah, I'll... Yeah, I'll <laughs> should get them on, D. Email me that. Yeah, no, I'll mail you that. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I'll telegram that. Um, and, uh, yeah, it worked out that somehow, you know, without spoiling, uh, Andrew Lou Goldham ended up in Memphis in 75 and had heard Van and, and pretty much tipped him as the next Paul McCartney. And, you know, like, that, that's saying a lot because um, Andrew has been around some, some good stock. You know, he's coming from a, uh, he's, he's, he's coming from a good place, with, you know, the, the Stones and Donovan and the Beatles. And uh, so he, you know, he thought he's a guy that's going to be a star. And then what happened next? Exactly. And, and so you guys were here and then were you in Columbia? And Sorry, that was Columbia. Yeah, I, Columbia. I, I, I yeah. yeah, unfortunately, because the the production on this spent about two and a half years, my my little girl Zoe, who's only just turned one, wasn't even a thought at you know two and a half years ago. It got to a stage where um you know finally we tracked down Andrew and I said Wade, you, like I, I just can't go. Like my baby's only one month old. There's no way I'm leaving my wife, and uh, you'll be fine. You know, someone will laugh at you, stupid jokes. <laughs> um, and um, so we shot off to Bogota and. Uh, that's a, that's a story in itself, you know. Like this this whole documentary and the idea yeah. that we had is it's just an absolute trip. That and was wild down there. It was yeah, he was amazing. Uh, I, I had a moment after I interviewed him the, the next day. I, he said, oh, "I'll come around for tea," 
But yeah, and it, I just still didn't hit me until I, I was having, uh, uh, he said, do you want another cup of tea? And I said, yeah. And he went to the kitchen. I was watching him look out in this vista out the window. And, you know, still, his arms were waving and he had, like, you know, bangles or man- mangles or whatever you call them. But, and I'd, I just went, holy hell, I'm in Andrew Luke Oldham's kitchen having tea with him. <laughs> How did I go from where I grew up in, in Sydney and Wallachia to being, talking to Andrew Luke Oldham and then... How was your tea drinking skills? Did you do the oh, I didn't know up? what to do. I was, you know, I was... I didn't know whether to, you had to scull it or you had to just sip on it. I don't know. It was, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was a whole new thing. It was a whole new world. <laughs> I should write a song called that. And um, to, but, to, to further explore the geographical locations of where this story took us, um, there's a Japan element in it, which is uh, mind-blowing. Um, and I, I don't want to say too much because you've you got to watch the film to see it. But um, we finally tracked down this subject. Um, you know, there's a language barrier there and um, a different form of communication. And he finally got back to us. And once again, I couldn't make it because I was, you know, this isn't our day job yet. And um, so I had a big tour on and I was like, I just, I, if I leave now, then, you know, my band's going to find me, basically. And I said, Wade... Let alone your wife. Yeah. <laughs> Wade, uh, you have to go to Japan. And, of course, he didn't complain about that. And um, he shot off to Japan and discovered that whole arm of it. Um, which was really cool. Well, it's such an incredible story, the two of you having never made a film, and you just go do it. And it's also a story about two people who decided to do something, and you did it. Yeah. That's pretty amazing, because a lot of people talk about a lot of things and never actually make it happen. So that's pretty amazing. Um, and the film is going to debut at the Indie Film Festival. Yeah, yeah. so we're, we're extremely excited about that. And, I mean, I mean Amy, to, to you know from the heart truly to come back to to memphis and have the world premiere here i mean we have completely fallen head over heels for memphis it's yeah it's it's my fifth visit i came here uh you know many moons ago just as a tourist and i i knew when i came here that there was something i'd be back you know you i can go to places and go loved it tick off good time probably won't come again but i just knew and you know every time we come here even on this trip we've just been you know, we've been going around Memphis and just having an absolute ball. And, you know, the best thing about Memphis is the Memphians. They're so friendly. Everyone's, you, you know, everyone chats with you. You, can, you. Even if they don't know you from Australia, you know, you can have a chat. And we, you know, the food, everything, it's just, it's, it's just so amazing to be here. And especially um, to feel so welcomed by, by this comp- the whole city. So yeah. we're, we're, just, we're just in awe and we're really grateful for, for Memphis to... Embrace his story. Yeah, and y'all. I like the way you say that. <laughs> I've been practicing. <laughs> From day one. <laughs> From day one in our production notes. No, it's not y'all, it's y'all. Y'all. Yeah. We, we, we actually hide, we spent all the budget on, you know, getting our friend Addison to come out and... and and, and, and she works at the Blues Foundation, so she had to take some time off work. So we had to, but, yeah. but we're there now. But it really is incredible to be in Memphis to make this a global premiere of this film. It, it, we couldn't imagine it in any other place, and we're really excited because we're going to be, um, you know, there's some special things on the horizon uh, next year that it's going to involve Van and, and the story, which will evolve, which will be really cool, and we'll keep you in contact about that. Definitely keep us in contact about that. Thank you guys so much for stopping by Diddy TV and telling us a little bit about your story. We can't wait to see the film. 
and um, we wish you the best of luck. Thank, thank you, so you and thank you for Diddy TV. It's it's amazing, and, and you know it's loved it back home, and every, you just yeah. do such a great job. Thanks, we'll, Amy. We'll be thank telling people that don't know about Diddy TV in Australia about Diddy TV. Awesome. It's really cool. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey there. If you enjoyed this podcast, remember that you can check out hundreds more at DiddyTV.com. Just click on the podcast tab at the top of the page, and you can explore exclusive conversations with A-list and emerging artists in the Americana and Roots music scene. Just head to DiddyTV.com and click on the podcast tab. Thanks for listening. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.